Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is February 8th, and we will be reading paragraphs 299 through 306 today. God creates an ordered and good world. Because God creates through wisdom, his creation is ordered. You have arranged all things by measure and number and weight. The universe created in and by the eternal word, the image of the invisible God, is destined for and addressed to man, himself created in the image of God, and called to a personal relationship with God. Our human understanding, which shares in the light of the divine intellect, can understand what God tells us by means of his creation, though not without great effort, and only in a spirit of humility and respect before the Creator and His work. Because creation comes forth from God's goodness, it shares in that goodness, and God saw that it was good, very good. For God willed as a gift addressed to man, an inheritance destined for and entrusted to Him. On many occasions the Church has had to defend the goodness of creation, including that of the physical world. God transcends creation and is present to it. God is infinitely greater than all his works. You have set your glory above the heavens. Indeed, God's greatness is unsearchable. But because he is the free and sovereign creator, the first cause of all that exists, God is present to his creature's inmost being. In him we live and move and have our being. In the words of St. Augustine, God is higher than my highest and more inward than my innermost self. God upholds and sustains creation. With creation, God does not abandon his creatures to themselves. He not only gives them being and existence, but also and at every moment upholds and sustains them in being, enables them to act, and brings them to their final end. Recognizing this utter dependence with respect to the Creator, is a source of wisdom and freedom, of joy and confidence. For you love all things that exist, and detest none of the things that you have made. For you would not have made anything if you had hated it. How would anything have endured if you had not willed it? Or how would anything not called forth by you have been preserved? You spare all things, for they are yours, O Lord you who love the living. Roman numeral five, God carries out his plan, divine providence. Creation has its own goodness and proper perfection, but it did not spring forth complete from the hands of the creator. The universe was created in a state of journeying, in statu vie, toward an ultimate perfection yet to be attained, to which God has destined it. We call divine providence the dispositions by which God guides his creation toward this perfection. By his providence, God protects and governs all things which he has made, reaching mightily from one end of the earth to the other, and ordering all things well. For all are open and laid bare to his eyes, even those things which are yet to come into existence through the free action of creatures. The witness of scripture is unanimous that the solicitude of divine providence is concrete and immediate. God cares for all, 
from the least things to the great events of the world and its history. The sacred books powerfully affirm God's absolute sovereignty over the course of events. Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases, and so it is with Christ, who opens and no one shall shut, who shuts and no one opens. As the book of Proverbs states, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will be established. And so we see the Holy Spirit, the principal author of sacred scripture, often attributing actions to God without mentioning any secondary causes. This is not a primitive mode of speech, but a profound way of recalling God's primacy and absolute lordship over history and the world, and so of educating his people to trust in him. The prayer of the Psalms is the great school of this trust. Jesus asks for childlike abandonment to the providence of our Heavenly Father who takes care of his children's smallest needs. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. Providence and Secondary Causes God is the sovereign master of his plan, but to carry it out, he also makes use of his creature's cooperation. This use is not a sign of weakness, but rather a token of Almighty God's greatness and goodness. For God grants his creatures not only their existence, but also the dignity of acting on their own, of being causes and principles for each other, and thus of cooperating in the accomplishment of his plan. Thus ends our reading today of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life.